Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. This is Rosa, your host, and today I am here with Jared Fox Matthews. Hey, hey. And I don't think I can describe you succinctly. I need you to do that for <laughs> okay. me. So, can you tell me, uh, how did you get into the food industry? Wow, I got into the food industry when I was 15 years old. Um, my first job was at Dairy Queen, and I dropped a blizzard on a customer. My very first blizzard I ever Classic. made. So, yeah, how about that? So, I guess that's what I guess it, really... it wasn't very <laughs> solid. Yeah, I think that was my, it was actually my first day, and I was like, you know what, maybe the service industry is not for me. Um, <laughs> but that was very short lived. That was actually, yeah. I started making pretty fantastic blizzards after okay. that so uh, every time you turn them over they <laughs> yeah. didn't fall out yeah right exactly nice. yeah yeah that was the the, the, the first and last one and i'll never forget it was an m&m blizzard and they had chocolate syrup in it. i put too much chocolate syrup which made it liquefied so yeah. yeah so i learned a little bit about uh pastries um that first day so yeah but um I, I, after that i actually worked there when i was 15 for like a summer but then all throughout high school, I ran a restaurant called Figaro's Pizza. It was actually really good. It was in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And, I mean, it was in the, yeah, Louisville, the Eastwood Cutoff, Eastwood, Kentucky. So it was an independently owned uh, pizza place, and we made our own pastas and, and pizzas. It was very good, owned by it. Um, an old um, or an ex-pro football player. So, oh. yeah, he just kind of let – so me and all my buddies in high school ran it from, like, I guess my sophomore year to senior year. Um, so that that was when I really got into kind of learning how to manage, you know, um, a restaurant. It was small, not very busy. But um, but that was that was where I got my first – first love for it you know making the pizzas making in the kitchen really getting my hands dirty that was that was cool so yeah so and then went off to college um uh, bartended at a place called two keys tavern so that's where i learned to learn to bartend um and yeah were you in college for culinary school or business no or no i like i was in the i was in the uh the college for partying it's actually <laughs> oh. a pretty pretty good yeah. bachelor uh, degree that's a really yeah. popular major yeah it was so good like i think it took me about eight years to get through college <laughs> did um, you ever so. pay anybody to take any of your classes uh no you know what i never you're did. not an athlete that's right <laughs> that's right i never did do that i never did do so you're that perfectly so respectable partying in college exactly okay. exactly yeah i think my dad said i should be a doctor by now with the you know uh, amount of schooling but you uh, know but then you don't you would end up with a doctor level of debt and who wants that exactly yeah i agree i love yeah. doctors i'm a nurse we get along great right so yeah yeah but it's a different world of hurt oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah so you're in the bartending in college yeah so i, was, I bartended uh there and also worked for a, a restaurant called big blue martini which is still there in lexington and uh helped with their martini menu that's where i got my kind of i guess love for the craft cocktail and bartending um you know two was more of a college bar so it was just fast-paced slinging uh then I moved to Louisville and worked bartended at a restaurant called Harper's. Okay. So um, what year was that? That was two thousand. Carry the two. <laughs> Is that how that five works? probably? <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably five. Yeah. So I came back here and I bartended there, and it was great. Um, long story. <laughs> long story short. So, uh, a guy saw me bartending and said he was opening up a bar and wanted a young guy to promote it. Okay. So, what do you do at the age of 25 to promote? You call your buddies and say, hey, I'm going to be running a bar and come up and hang out with me. Mm -hmm. So, we did that and I had some buddies in bands and that's kind of, 
that's kind of so I, my earlier years was mainly towards you know bartending and music but i always have loved cooking so are you a musician i'm not a musician no i'm okay. not no i'm not i can sing pretty good in the shower though oh okay that's but nobody will ever know yeah right nobody's ever told me that either but i'm well pre- but nobody's pretty told sure you otherwise <laughs> right okay there yeah. you go irrefutable okay. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah okay. so um so yeah i did but i've always cooked i love to cook um i'm from louisiana my parents taught me kind of how to cook cajun food and from... why did you move to louisville so my my did you just head in the wrong direction no. you typed in lou and you ended up here <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so my dad worked for humana and oh. we moved pretty much every seven years so i was uh-huh. born in louisiana lived in mobile alabama uh-huh. then moved here to louisville uh-huh. and actually my senior year my dad was about ready to transfer again uh-huh. and i was like transfer in my senior year of high school yeah so he ended up retiring early so oh, so that i could finish my senior year in louisville he did so, that for you he did i think that's what he said i think he wanted to play golf more honestly you know you could still thank him that's <laughs> right. probably a good move mm-hmm. but so you went to college and then you came back to louisville yeah so i went to Le- your family yeah so i went to Le- i went to lexington uh i went to lexington for college mm-hmm. I actually, you know, also ran a restaurant there called Columbia Steakhouse. So oh, okay. when I got out of college, I stayed there for a while and helped the guy who owned that run that place. So, so it wasn't immediately after you graduated that no, you came back here? No, no, mm-hmm. I stayed down there for a while. Um, got a bad relationship, you know, that goes. And mm-hmm. Needed to be by family. So yeah. moved back here. And then long story short with Diamonds, I mean, that was a guy hired me to help promote it and basically run it. And that turned into like a 13, 14 year stint. And we so opened. you have worked at the location where Fox Nin is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just rebranded it. Yep. That's exactly you just what bought I mean. it from the owner you've been working for? Uh, I didn't buy it from him. Uh, I took over the space. So, uh, but. What does that mean? Sorry. Um, it just, let's just say he decided to close it, uh-huh. uh, Diamonds, and. I was pretty close with the uh, the landlord. And, oh, I see where you said yeah. so. You didn't buy the business. No, I actually had stepped away from gotcha. the diamond business to concentrate on the restaurants, mm-hmm. and I got the opportunity. And of course, everybody was like, "Yeah, we, we built a pretty cool thing with diamonds." I mean, the music scene was huge. Known for the music scene, we did. We opened up a second location where we were doing national concerts. So, like, wow. when I did step away, that was a little bit tough and it was only for a short period of time i think it was it. for two months maybe not even two months you know so but it was tough because like not not having to deal with it not dealing with the music was going to be it was going to be tough like it was, it was going to be a tough hit uh, i love the restaurants and they're great but that was a big part of my life so yeah so what are your other restaurant endeavors that you are so we we actually so we opened up a, a street food place um which was something i love i love street food from all over the world so that's kind of was the concept there's a mm-hmm. it was a it was a bar uh that had street food from everywhere from thailand from korea to uh mexican to you name it like it, it was it was neat but we opened right before the pandemic so like it never really got its bearings and and my partner ended up passing it away oh, yeah so unexpectedly sorry. oh yeah it was a unexpectedly so so it just kind of got hard I I had two restaurants going on I was still in the diamonds and then trying to run that place you know it just it needed too much so I'm not saying that that 
concept is dead though because Why? I definitely want to try that again. It just had a lot of obstacles. Yeah. When it rains, it pours. Yep. And it just kind of was like, that's not the time for this right now. Yeah, it wasn't that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, of course, we have Lulu, I have Lulu and Equus, and Black Rabbit, which is an extension of Equus. We are in the Black mm-hmm. Rabbit right we, now recording, mm-hmm. so this is your restaurant. Ah, uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. Yeah. And now, was this your concept? Yes. Okay, so, what is the menu concept? So, the, the menu concept, actually, so, you know, we had Equus and Jax, which was... Which I, I purchased from the legendary Dean Corbett, so um, it was awesome and great. And wanted to keep his legacy going with this place because I love Jacks. I used to actually hang out here before I owned it. I loved loved hanging out there. Um, when you wanted to mix it up from diamonds, yeah, oh yeah. Well, as I got older, it was a great play. The, the, the play it was funny because I'd always come here to watch sports, which people were like, "You came here to watch sports?" Oh, did yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because nobody came here to watch sports. <laughs> and and in, in Jack's, they have, you have your own TV. Okay. And you can get good food and good wine. And, yeah, you know, like my nice. wife loves to drink wine. So we would sit there on the couch, have our own TV. Nice. And uh, Jonathan Tarilla, who was the maitre d' at the time, mm-hmm. used to turn up the volume and I could Aww. sit back there and, and watch it. So any, anyways, when, awesome. when the opportunity presented itself to purchase this place, and Dean was kind of saying that, Either I was going to buy it or he was going to sell it to Havana Rumbas and get it out. And I was like, man, you can't. This place is too legendary, too many too many great experiences. So um, so we did that. And then we opened up the Black Rabbit, which my wife is probably going to kill me because I called her 11, 12 days before they were about ready to open the restaurants back up and said, hey, I got an idea. And she said, if you tell me you're going to open up a restaurant during a pandemic, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I said, well, I am. Yeah. And it's and she's like, when? I was like, in 12 days we're going to do this. <laughs> so we literally transformed. Because it was an easy transformation because it was part of the Equus restaurant. Mm. But I was able to separate it and kind of run a separate business. Um, so we basically just kind of, in 12 days came up with a cocktail list um transformed these rooms and put some couches in here and okay. and got some got some cool cool furniture and decor and mm-hmm. yeah. now it's a speakeasy so and i've been here before because you hosted a yelp elite event mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. things mm-hmm. like that really give visibility to something that's like you want it to be secretive but not so secretive nobody comes because yeah. that doesn't help does it mm-hmm. right exactly well and so. that's the thing like we promote it on social media uh-huh. but like it's been a huge hit like yeah. it's definitely been um it's definitely kind of brought the new generation of foodies and mm-hmm. people who love wine and cocktails and, and velvet couches. And velvet couches, right. Which we're sitting in right now. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. complaining. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's been neat. It's been a, um, like I said, we, we, we promote on social media, but not too much. Like, right. And now it's cool because, like, word of mouth. People are like, wait, where is that? I don't know about it. It's kind of a hidden entrance. you got to find it. It's an um, adorable entrance. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, when you come in the side door at Equus... Am I, how do I say it? 
Uh, is it Equus? It's Equus. Yeah, you Equus. said it right. Yeah. Equus? Correct. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not used to saying that because I'll say, I'm, I'm going to the Black Rabbit is what yeah. I say. <laughs> because you come up to this black bookcase and it's got this cute little painting of a rabbit and you knock on the bookcase and then they ask you for the password. Yeah. And I had to say, I have to meet with Jared. So you better let me in. <laughs> That's a pretty good password. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I feel like it should work. So... They let me in, thankfully. Yeah. They ushered me back here like it was a big secret, like good. I hadn't been here before. Good. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so your staff did a good job maintaining good. that. Well, good. The secrecy. Okay, that's good. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we, we've we talked about, like, because people get kind of confused on where it is, like putting mm-hmm. something out there, but it's kind of neat having that like and the speakeasies mm-hmm. are supposed to be mm-hmm. hidden so mm-hmm. but it's yes. funny because my kitchen guys are like man if we get one more person they come they come around the building go yes. into the kitchen so yeah. they're looking for the black <laughs> rabbit so so it, it is cool that sometimes it, it has its weird moments but uh, it's all right. but yeah it's it's, part of the it's neat too and it's like you walk in and you, of course you got the elevator there that goes up to the offices mm-hmm. and then a bookshelf people are like what do i do here yeah exactly <laughs> so, yeah, but it's fun. It's cool. It's uh, it, it's neat. There's something. I don't think there's much like this on the East End over here. You know, all the cool things seem to be downtown. Mm-hmm. That is so true. We were. I live in Middletown, and we were just bemoaning the fact that we do not have enough nice restaurants out in the East End. Mm-hmm. And in Middletown, we have to come so close to downtown. Like, as we consider, like, St. Matthews is so close to downtown, right? right? And you're like, well, we're far from downtown. Yeah. It's all relative, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There's so many so close together downtown, and so you've kind of got this little area to yourself here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, it's the neighbor- neighborhood. So people in the neighborhood can go to a cool place mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. go home. They can do it on a weekday. You know? Now, you own Lulu as well? Ah, uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When did yeah. that come into play? So, Lulu came into play. That was actually the first restaurant um, I purchased. Whenever I was working at Diamonds forever, and I, and I always knew I want. I knew forever I wanted to open up a restaurant because that that is my passion. You know, like passion is is food, uh, cocktails, and music. Which and, you got over customer service at Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I knew I never wanted to go to the pastry business. I just wasn't wasn't good at that. So that's why I'm a pastry chef. You know. So. But uh, so. That so Clay Wallace was a good buddy of mine, and you know he did a lot of cooking in Louisiana. So me and him used we used to cook cook together and do some different dishes and talk about it. So um, so anyways, he was kind of ready to get out. He was ready to do a real estate um, real estate journey, and I love Cafe Lulu's. It used to be you know Cafe Lulu, it still is Cafe Lulu. We I call never it. got to experience that. I'm from Tennessee. Oh really? It would, I mean, a lot of the dishes on there are, are still clays, but we also put some new ones on there. So, so what is the menu um, idea for Lulu? It, it, <laughs> it's Cajun Italian with a Mediterranean twist. Okay. And so what I always say, it's, it's the most unique restaurant in mm-hmm. town. It really is. We mix. Utterly delicious. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> people say we have the best gumbo, and then people love the carbonara. So, you know, you get your Italian, your Cajun. And then we recently, I got inspired by going to Chicago, put a Lou Chicago, a Chicago deep dish. That was the first deep dish pizza I ever had. My oh, really? My husband loved his experience in Chicago. Okay. And so during the pandemic, actually, as a treat for him one day, I came and got that when there was no in-person dining, I yeah. think. 
and so brought that home and he was like oh my goodness this is amazing <laughs> so now since then we have been to chicago and i got to try one actually in chicago yeah but that was my first experience all right very cool similar how about that we brought chicago chicago to louisville mm -hmm. so yeah and that was that it there was no nobody in town who had um deep legit deep dish chicago pizza i was like wow there's nowhere and that was before jake and elwood's opened up um so yeah it, it was it was funny when we first did it, it kind of sat on the menu like it just i mean it was just kind of it was there people just kind of didn't it was during the pandemic when i was posting pictures of it mm -hmm. it took off we went to selling what a difference that makes, it, was, it was crazy we went from selling like five to eight a week to like selling about 20 to 30 a day so it, a day it was, oh, it was nuts it, yeah they're the financial yeah. increase i think people are you know they were sitting at home they wanted some comfort food and you know that that pizza can definitely that's definitely comfort food so hey they say a picture's worth a thousand words it was written on the menu the whole time. They just didn't see it was there. Exactly yeah. right. You can't exactly expect right. people to read it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice, but you can't expect it. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yep. So. Show pictures. So, so yeah, that's, uh, you know. And what is the food concept for Ecosin Jacks? So it's it's continental cuisine, so it's basically cuisine from all over the world. So. That's super vague. Yeah, it is. I know. You know what? <laughs> it really means and, you know, like it's whatever you, I feel like right now. And that's why that's why I like it. You know, because we talked about okay. we we had, I had talked to the chefs. We're like, man, do we need to? We we talked about picking a cuisine. You know, like whatever Italian or whatever it may be. But I'm like, it's kind of nice being all mm -hmm. over the board. Mm -hmm. And the chefs actually just There's came out. There's a lot out. of versatility. Yeah, there. yeah. and you can do. So do you do a lot of rotating specials? If you have, like, five things on your menu that never change here, what are they? So that's the perfect nachos. So each, okay. each in, that was Dino's, uh, perfect nachos, legendary, and they're amazing. They're, I know people are like, nachos, those are the No, coolest. it's not just nachos. Right, it's not they just are, nachos. Like, don't they load each individual chip? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, so, I remember, because when we came here for that event, we had them. And it's really nice because you pick it up and it's like your entire little serving is on this one chip for you. It's mm -hmm. not like you have to like do a lot of scooping. Exactly. So that's really nice. So that's, that's what I always tell people. It's like it's memorable too. Yeah. That, Usually when you get nachos, you have a good chip, you know, and then you have well that chip that doesn't have anything on. It. You're like, oh, it stinks. So, mm -hmm. so this it's nice to each every bite you have the beef, the guacamole, jalapeno. We make our own hot sauce, and that hot, our hot sauce is fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. So what else do you have that is going to be consistent on so your So the crab cakes, people love the crab cakes here. Yes, your yeah. crab cakes are so good. People love them, I'll tell you. I'm glad that's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, they're not going anywhere. I mean, there's, there's no point. I mean, um, the nachos, crab cakes, fried chicken. Fried chicken? Yeah, fried chicken. What kind of fried chicken? So, so it is so it's beer battered fried chicken, and we do a it's called sawmill gravy. So it's like a white it's like a white gravy. Like you would have one your traditional biscuits and gravy, but that is a that is a favorite here, and it's on top of whipped whipped potatoes and um, kale. So our kale is fantastic. Okay, I know what I have to try here now. It's pretty darn good. <laughs> I love beer battered fish. Yeah. So I need to try your beer battered chicken. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's that, and then we uh, open it up, opening it up the Fox Den. It it's a very similar concept uh, as Diamonds was. We just went in there, we got it out, made it a little bit nicer, cleaner, updated it. Thank you. Updated. You're welcome. <laughs> you made, <laughs> that's what a, that's what you made the said. bathroom renovation a yeah, priority. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the bathroom. It was this front. I mean, it was a busy bar. We built a busy bar in there towards the end. Yeah, the owner just did 
it just did putting money into it. So it needed it needed some TLC because with a busy bar, you know, you have to constantly repair yourself. So so we redid it. We redid everything. We painted the inside. We gutted the floors, the ceilings. Um, just redid the menu. So it took a little bit of street grubs menu, so a little bit of street food and our and a bar menu. Just kind of made it a little bit upscale, like pub fair. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, so neat. We got to throw it a big festival. Um, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so it's called Fox Fest. So there forever we had the St. Matthews Street Festival, which was fantastic. And they let me book the bands, and that was that was a lot of fun. And it, Are you they, booking bands for this? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is this is my event, the one coming out, the Fox Fest. Because so, St. Matthews, I reached out to them, and I just don't – they haven't done it since the pandemic, and I don't know if it's coming back. And So if it's to be, it's up to you. Right, exactly. That's what I said. I was like, Look, if we're going to keep this going, mm-hmm. we better do it ourselves. So, yeah, so it's going to be Saturday, August 13th. Uh, we're going to have a – it's going to be in our parking lot. We're going to have two food trucks, um, two food trucks, beer trucks. Maker's Mark's bringing a bar out there. We're going to have a stage out there. We got 13 different bands, local bands playing. Starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, goes till 2 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, the bands will stop at 10 30 at night outside mm-hmm. you know it's no- noise mm-hmm. respect nice. for our neighbors you know, there so. are people that will try to sleep nearby <laughs> yeah i know i, know. I think okay. they've kind of i think people have got to kind of got used to st matthews kind of on the weekends mm-hmm. you know being sure. a little guitar and drums and all that i think they're used to that so cool uh but yeah it's gonna be neat it's gonna be um we, we have a band called wildwood playing that uh was a pretty big country band and they're doing one last show so Born Cross Eye, which is a great Grateful Dead cover band, very very popular. Uh, Elephant Room, which is one of my favorite bands, uh, local bands, or a little bit of rock rap. Um, we got a little bit of everything. We got uh, Signal the Revolution, which is a, a rock band. Uh, Sleep Aora, which is the drummer from Flaw, which is a very popular um, band that came out of the 2000s from Louisville. So it's gonna be fun. Wow, you know, that's a tip. great assortment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. T-shirts for sale, all kinds of stuff. First Fox Best. It's going to be good. Yeah. And Apron Inc., of course, is going to be uh, here. Gary Fox is right beside me, one of my, my, my good friends. He uh, he has an organization, Apron Inc., which is, or, which is a great organization that helps out us service industry people when whenever we're when we uh, get hurt so some of the proceeds from the festival mm-hmm. will yep. go to apron Inc., yep. which will then in turn support the restaurant's employees and staff yes ma'am yeah. that's it oh yeah i love that yeah. it's like a full circle absolutely that's what we try to do that's wonderful. keep it in the family absolutely Well, Jared, thank you so much for meeting with me tonight and sharing your space with us and creating this wonderful space. Absolutely. So if you've not been to the Black Rabbit Speakeasy, you are missing out. Um, So you need to check it out. Follow uh, at Lou Food Reviews for more pictures. I'll be sharing more details about the upcoming Fox Fest. And then you have several restaurants that they can follow on social media if they want menu pictures (laughs) that you've listed. The Lulu. Uh, Black Rabbit and Equus and Jacks. Mm-hmm. They all have and the Fox Den. And Fox Den, yeah. Uh, did I leave anything out? Nope. Lulu, Equus, Black okay. Rabbit, uh, Fox Den. Nope. That's it. Okay. All right. And we will see you For in now. the next episode <laughs> of the Lou Review. All right. Bye.